What is going on, my real estate investing friends? I wanted to jump in here and tell you thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the show. I seriously hope that it brings you an insane amount of value in order for you to be able to crush it in your marketing for your active real estate investing business. This show is specifically here to educate real estate investors on amping up their marketing. So more than likely, if you're listening to this show, you are either already an active investor or you're wanting to jump in, you're doing a little bit of educating for yourself. Uh, so if you're either of those and you enjoy this show, you're gonna wanna subscribe to the REI Marketing weekly email newsletter. Yes, I know that's a mouthful, but it is totally worth it because that's where this show kind of derived from. And in that newsletter, it's 100% value content and it's got four segments in each newsletter that goes out every single Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Central Standard Time about crushing it in your real estate investing business marketing. Uh, we have segments where I myself give a marketing tip. We have a segment for a marketing update or a how-to. So if there's something that's new on like Facebook or a new algorithm, them for Google or something like that. We talk about that or there's a new platform that comes out. We also do a lot of how to's and then we have a segment specifically for somebody that is in an active real estate investing business crushing it in some form of their marketing efforts and that's where this show comes in. So we're literally stripping the audio from that interview and putting it into this show. So there's that segment on the email newsletter and then there's a segment specifically for a tool or a resource that you're able to use in your marketing. So in order to get to this, go to colormedia.com slash subscribe, colored spelled C-U-L-L-E-R. So colormedia.com slash subscribe. Make sure that you do that. Do not miss out on it because it's a great newsletter, 100% value. There's no selling in there. And you guys are gonna learn so much from that. It's just an extension of this podcast and for you guys to be able to go deeper into your marketing and get all these little tips here and there that are gonna help you stand out in your market. So again, thank you so much for listening to this show. Make sure that you share it around with your friends. I seriously appreciate it if you do. Leave a review if you're able to, and then I hope you enjoy. Let's get started with today's Who's Crushing It segment. Let's go. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Who's Crushing It segment of the REI Marketing Weekly Newsletter. And man, I am super excited about my guest today, the man, Dylan Tanaka, out of Detroit, Michigan. What's up, man? How you doing? Hey, Josh. How you doing, man? Listen, I'm super excited you brought me on. Um, I think we met a few months ago at, yeah. uh, at an Investor Fuel event, and I knew right away that you weren't one of those happy-go-lucky Southern Texas guys. If you remember the first thing I asked you, I'm like, where are you from? Yeah. And then, of course, you told me Chicago. I'm like, all right, I Midwest. brought you a little, bit of, a little bit of grit, right? <laughs> so, uh, you know, us, uh, us Midwesterners, we kind of yeah. all have that similar mindset. And uh, I just joke with the guys down in Texas or California because <laughs> yeah. they just kind of have a, di a different feel. But, um, yeah. but yeah, so... Um, so um, I don't know how you want to start, but I've been I've been in real estate. Yeah, I want you to introduce yourself. Three. Yeah, introduce yeah, so, yourself. Everything you do, man. Okay, cool. So my name is Dylan Tanaka. I am out of Detroit, Michigan. Been investing since '02. So Josh and I were talking earlier, and uh, I thought he was a little bit older because he carries himself uh, quite mature for his young age. But I was uh, I've been flipping houses since you were in middle school, man. Yeah. And um, I started a REA group uh, a few years after I um, after I started flipping houses. And down or up here in Detroit, you know, we were in the foreclosure boom. So uh, being involved in, in RIAs and like meetups was really huge for me because it was really, really easy to find properties, but really, really hard to sell them. Mm -hmm. So where the heck do you do you sell properties? And this is in the early days of like YouTube and 
all the crazy stuff that happens today. Bigger Pockets was was like a fledgling website. There was no social media at all. So you had to go out and meet people. So that's what I did. And um, it's a big part of my business today. I think we'll dive a little bit deeper into yeah. that. But for anyone who's watching this, I don't care if you're doing 400 deals a year or if, you, if you're doing four deals a year, you should be out networking as much as you possibly can in the areas that, that you're selling or buying. Because if you can become that person, that go-to person that people know, like, trust uh, from an investment level, and they're willing to bring you their deals, the new people and the experienced, it's just another way to market. And uh, right now, like, you know, it's a, it's a seller's market. So it's tough for us to find deals. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, I still believe, even though, you know, I'm, I'm 26 years old and a little bit younger. So I was kind of grown up in this um, electronic age where, you know, mm -hmm. Facebook was getting, starting to get popular when I was a sophomore in high school. Um, it was MySpace before that. And then, you know, all sure. the social media, the, the rise of social media, I've kind of, you know, gone with it. Um, just because of my age, but I still strongly believe, I tell people all the time, there is no better marketing tactic than meeting somebody face-to-face, -face. like period. I don't care what business you're in. Um, that is like the most like influential and strong way to market. I mean, I was just at a, um, a meetup group last night and this, this is kind of going to segue into what we're going to talk about uh, on, sure. on, on this interview here. But uh, one of my clients, uh, Brian Schroeder out of uh, St. Louis has a meetup group called Faster, uh, Faster, Faster House um, Club. It's a little bit of a wordy name, but and I told them that. But uh, anyway, so regardless, they had 300 people show up to the, to the event last night. Their goal was 200. Strong. So they literally only had 200 chairs. I mean, there was 100 people standing off to the side and in the back. Like it was crazy. And it was absolutely incredible. And what we were talking about is, um, you know, Brian has kind of set this up and his whole team to where they're, I mean, he's got everybody on his team that's networking throughout the crowd. I mean, they've established sure, sure. a really big name and influence in just the St. Louis market. And because of that, people are bringing them deals on a consistent basis. Now they're doing marketing. I kind of sat down with their marketing team and, and figured out because we were shooting videos for their acquisitions before we mm -hmm. actually started with the event. And, you know, they're doing a little bit of marketing here and there, but like the primary source of their deal flow is networking and people that are in that group. When you have like 300 wholesalers, I mean, deals are going to come your way if you're bringing value Absolutely. in that, in that event. So you have your meetup and you were, we were talking earlier before we uh, started hitting record and you're talking about how that is extremely powerful for bringing deals your way. So Kind of talk about the importance of, you know, first of all, I mean, we all, we don't, we're not going to go into talking about the importance of network because everybody talks about that, but how that actually impacts you and your lead flow and deals that you get in um, from a marketing standpoint too. So like influence of that and how you actually leverage it. Sure. So, you know, there's two different things, two different ways that it really helps. Actually, let's, let's just go for all three. So I'll go back way back to 2006 when I started um, the, the RIA group that I started way back then. Uh, little did I know that I was going to be looked at kind of as a leader in the, in the real estate investing community. And it was surprising to me because I was, um, I was probably 30-ish only, um, which is young nowadays, right, uh, to me. But uh, I, was, I was in my, in my very early 30s and... Um, all of a sudden, all these people were coming to me and asking for help or bringing me deals. And uh, I had a couple partners along the way. So it wasn't just me, of course, but um, we would, uh, we would have people throwing private money at us even back then. So I think 
when you get involved and you're going to stay um, in, in a specific area, and it, and it doesn't have to be just one city, but just in a region. So you're talking about the guys from St. Louis, 300 people uh, showing up to a group outside of Texas, Florida, or California to me is almost unheard of. Maybe yeah. New York too, right? Yeah. Is almost unheard of. I mean, that blows my mind. So those guys are doing the right thing. And if they're not providing value, then people aren't going to come. Right. So first and foremost, as you know, you're a content creator. I consider myself a content creator. Yeah. If we're not creating value, people aren't going to watch our stuff. They're not going to li listen to us. They're never going to find out or we're never going to let them find out what we really know if we don't provide something up front, right? Yeah. So I think that's a, that's a big part of it is, um, is kind of paying it forward and not being super selfish. And when you are involved in groups like that or if you start groups, you're going to get a lot of new people who come to you and you're going to get, you know, some of the questions like, should I do an LLC? Or like you said, what's the importance of networking? Mm -hmm. We already know that because we're, we're kind of deep into our businesses, yeah. Yeah. but you have to be patient. And if that's not your personality or if you're a lone wolf, there's nothing wrong with that, but you're just not the kind of person that's going to be super networked. But for me specifically in the very beginning, it brought me buyers, which I still have and work today. A lot of guys around the country and, and who I know and, and you know, they kind of laugh because I talk about the important, the importance of still building and nurturing your, your buyers list. Mm -hmm. And, and here in Metro Detroit, again, I'm not in Texas, I'm not in California. So we're not making 30 and 40 and $50,000 wholesale right. fees. Okay. Right. So knowing, knowing the, the guys who, and girls who can actually deliver and come through and buy is important to me and knowing what they need. So I kind of get to work it that way. And some of these folks I've been working with for eight, up to 18 years. So that's yeah. a long time. Then on the other side, like I said, um, you'll have guys or girls come into these groups or, you know, older couples, people who have money that are established and they've gone to rich dad or flip this house or whatever they've gone to. And they're like, Hey, I want to flip houses now and I'm ready to go. And then I'm like, okay, well, so here's what you have to do. You have to have insurance and you have to do this and that, that, that and contractors and they have to have insurance. And they're like, Oh my gosh. And pulling permits. And they're like, I don't want to do all that. I just want to be able to like show people the pictures before and after. <laughs> right. So, they, they end up turning into private lenders. So you're like, hey, I'll tell you how we can partner. You can make eight, nine, 10% on your money and, and you ride along with me the whole way. And once you're ready to take the training wheels off and do it yourself, bam, now you've got the connections that, that we built together, you know what to do. And a lot of those folks never do that because they're happy with that passive income because working hard to make that money is not always as fun as HGTV makes it seem because like I said, I started before HGTV right. and thankfully, HGTV has, has built our, both of our businesses. It's helped us, right? Because more people know about flipping houses right. or buying, selling, whatever you want to call it. So I think it helps that way. And then, um, and then in, in today's market, if you don't have 20 or 30 different sources to, to where you're bringing your, your leads in or your purchase deals in because it's a, it's a seller's market, you're in huge trouble. And there's nothing better than standing in front of 50, 60, 80 people who are new to the business, who are out there sticking the bandit signs in, making the cold calls, doing the cold texting. And then they lock up a deal and they don't know what to do with it. Or they lock into a seller and they don't know what to do with it. So they come to people who know what to do with it. And I'm one of those people. Yeah. And, uh, and, and that's huge for the business because you can teach them to do things a the right way, but, but B they end up coming back and you can do business with them for a long time. Like I said, I've been, partners and and not not full partners but doing partnership deals with some people for 15 18 years and it's a long time so i know what they want they know what i want and it makes it a lot easier when those opportunities come around and you build the same thing with with the newer folks they don't have to be younger necessarily but newer to the business and um 
and like you said, you go, going really deep into the whole networking group and the RIA groups, to me, that's the most important part of my business since I started. If it wasn't for that, I would never, ever be where I am. And, um, you know, maybe it's easy for me because I'm a people person and I'm silly and I'll act stupid. I mean, you see my bobblehead, you know, I was super <laughs> pumped. I got that sent to me. I got some other swag up here. You know, we do our own podcasts. We do a whole bunch of stuff because my whole life revolves around real estate investing. Yeah. And, um, I, you know, I got a little bit of that lifestyle thing going on, but I'm, I'm from the Midwest too. I'm from grimy Detroit. So I'm still working 60, 70, 80 hours some week, but sometimes it's hanging out with you. So is that yeah. really work? You know, I'm, I'm still, I'm still having fun, yeah. but um, you know, you, you got to put in your time. Absolutely. So I kind of want to, I, I want to go back into um, something that you said, but uh, mm -hmm. then we're going to go into talking about how you're leveraging your content to actually, um, you know, generate leads or whatever, sure. whatever kind of attention that's bringing your business. Right. Um, so the first thing I want to mention is, uh, and, and you've got a flip nerd shirt on right now. So yep. let's, let's this see is, that baby. That's awesome. This, is, this thing is a run DMC inspired sold out flip nerd shirt direct <laughs> off the back of Mike Hambright. It is game worn. <laughs> we laugh about it all the time. And, uh, Todd Swaggerty from yellow letter HQ. Yeah. I'm sure, you know, yeah. uh, we always talk about, we're going to pirate these shirts and we're going to sell them for like a hundred <laughs> bucks a piece, but we're both too lazy to go to custom make awesome. and print them out. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. We, we need to, we need to do that and then, you know, get all the shit from Mike. So, um, absolutely. But I wanted to talk about that real quick. So like, um, yeah, and we'll be, we'll be getting Todd on here. I mean, we got him scheduled, so he's going to be talking good, good. about his stuff, but, um, and he's a riot, but like one thing I wanted to mention was we, we, you know, you, you, you kind of MC the, uh, the investor fuel events and, um, that's where I met you. Mm -hmm. And, and I, I'm, one of Mike's content providers as well. So a lot of the posts that go out on his social media feeds are um, from me and my team. And one thing that I've noticed, and I've, I've known of Mike for probably about four or five years. Um, sure. you know, I've been in this industry for about seven years and kind of got into just the straight up marketing role. Um, many of you guys know Gary Harper. Um, he he kind of, the, the company I was working with him, he elevated me into that role. And that was about um, three years into my in real estate investing career. Um, being in, in, in this industry. And then I discovered Mike because I needed to figure out some marketing strategies and I came across him and he is like the quintessential example of building a network through value where, yes. you know, I don't know how many up, I mean, I think we're dipping into like 400 episodes of Flipner now that we're, you know, chopping up micro content and whatnot. I think is, he's at 2000 between Flipner and Vester Fuel and a yeah. couple other ones that he has. It's too. insane. It's insane. And, and, and there's just an insane amount of content that's out there. And then, you know, people wonder why, like how, how is Mike so successful in what he's doing? And it's, he's such a giver when it comes to um, his marketing. He'll sure. literally his marketing strategy is to provide as much value to people as possible. So like, do you guys think Mike has a deal flow problem when thousands of people know that he is a wholesaler or what he does? And, and I mean, like this guy's probably got deals coming out the nose for him. And I was, I was, you know, he's, he's got to push him away, even the good ones, or yeah. he's got to, he's got to, he's got to hook other people up and connect yeah. other people, which that's yeah. really, that's really his strong suit. If you talk Absolutely. to Mike, right. It's, Absolutely. He's a facilitator of real estate investment deals. Absolutely. You know? And that's like, that's a big, and he's, he's got some, and I can't spoil anything, but we've got some like big things that are in the work that Mike's working on right now. But um, like, it's just the, the power of building your network through your marketing, which is giving, whether that's on yes. content, like your podcasts or videos 
or in person. So now he's got, you know, his, his, he's got events that he hosts throughout the year, but you know, investor fuels, the big one. And I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, like I walked, that, that was my first event. So I'll just tell you guys, like, um, investor fuel has been in existence for a couple of years. And I, I was helped building a, an, another mastermind during the, that almost exact same time that Mike started his. And I have actually pulled about 20 clients out of that room before I even step foot into the room at all. And like, sure. it's, it's just because I have like the group of people, they're so abundantly mindset, like uh, whatever, however you want to phrase that. <laughs> um, but there, you know, just that, just the, I don't even know where I'm going with this, but like the, the, the marketing inside of that room is the word of mouth. It's like, it's just the quintessential word of mouth, but it's Mike that set that up and connected yeah. those people to connect with each other. It's kind of the same concept that we're talking about with your meetup. Um, and, and just, just like the, the flow of the, the word of mouth. And I was, I still believe that word of mouth is one of the most powerful marketing tools that you can do, but you have to, it's all built on the foundation of establishing value to people, whether that is through a meetup or through your content. So that's the thing you guys got to understand. And I had uh, Greg Dickerson on last week and we were talking about, um, you know, providing value to people and how that just generates, you know, an insane amount of leads, um, for him. Um, so let's segue that into you doing your content. So you, mm -hmm. you know, you're a big believer in content marketing as well. Um, and I, I love the, the, like the backdrop here that you got. And it's like, it's, it's so freaking awesome. As soon as he turned his screen on, I'm like, I love it. So, um, let's talk about kind of how you're leveraging your content marketing. And, and I hope, I hope you guys kind of got the drift that I was going in with that previous two or three minutes that I was elaborating, but um, I want to talk about how you're leveraging your content marketing in order to bring leads in and elevate your business. So let's chat about that for a little bit. Sure. So one of the things that, that I don't do well, Josh, is I don't do, I don't sell well from the stage. I don't sell well from video or Facebook or LinkedIn or anything like that. What I do is I try to, as you said, provide as much value as humanly possible. I try to get people to show up at our events or get them just to pay attention to what I'm talking about get connected with our podcasts, um, any type of content I have out there. And the only thing that I ever ask is come out and meet us at, at, a, at a group. And our new group, you know, we relaunched um, in 20, the beginning of 2020. And we went from just being a regular RIA inside of, um, inside of a, a, a county to more of a, a broad uh, group for all of Metro Detroit. And we're super centrally located, like in the best spot for this to happen. And it took me a long time to make that change because I, I did the other one for like 12 years. And like, that was my baby before I ever had a wife and kid, you know? Yeah. Um, but then I said, you know what, it, you know, I'm, I'm getting held back here. And, you know, again, you, you look back at, at Mike Hambrighton and, and um, Flip Nerd, Investor Fuel, those are, those are nationwide. I'm, I'm not a nationwide guy right now. So I'm, I'm here in Metro Detroit, but why not be as broad in Metro Detroit as possible yeah. and not get pigeonholed into a section because of the name of your, your group or whatever. Right. So for me, it's just all about getting out as much good content as possible. And then at all of our events, just kind of doing the same thing. Mike and I are, are oddly kindred spirits and, and that's me quoting him. And uh, all I want to do is connect people together. And I'm not just a connector, I'm doing business too. Yeah. But if I'm not the guy for you, it's just like with sellers. So I sit in living rooms, you know, John Martin as well, right? I know John. Um, John will tell you that if you're sitting in a living room and you're not the right answer or solution for that person should you walk out and and slam the door and block them from your phone no try to give them the best solution because their aunt their cousin their friend their neighbor or just by being a good person that's going to come back to you right in business yeah, and in life 
So it's kind of the same thing um, with networking groups and with, with real estate investing to me and creating content is you just deliver, 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 deliver. And last year, um, I think you had a couple guys at the million dollar meeting that, that we ran there. Um, I don't know if I met you there, but I know John was being followed. So I don't know if that was you guys or not, but I thought it was anyway. Um, so, um, you know, a lot of the people that were there, I mean, they, they were newer, they were learning a whole bunch of stuff they hadn't heard before. And you can just kind of see like the light bulbs popping on and they weren't a part of any of the groups necessarily. Yeah. But what, what they're learning when, when you deliver that is that you're willing to give without getting, and then it all kind of comes back full circle. And I just think that it's, it's super important to, to be willing to do that because as the new people kind of come in and, and learn about investing, there's just so many different ways that they can go. And if you treat them right and you're nice to them, they're going to hang out and just know that you're a safe place to be and, and a place to learn and a place to, you know, network and grow and, and to be able to bring your deals and ask questions. And then inevitably you end up being that person that, uh, that ends up with, with their first good deal. Yeah. And what I was going to say about that, that meeting earlier was um, I talked about on stage within 30 days um, I, I had two separate sellers come to me and they were from, one was from Facebook and uh, it was somebody I'd gone to high school with who I don't really hang out with and never did. She sent me their family. I figured it was not going to be a good deal unless there was something wrong with the house because it was in a great neighborhood, blah, blah, blah. I get there. Guess what? Something's wrong with the house. I just got a text message from one of the, from one of the parties in that transaction who is a retired title attorney. Just weird, right? I bought a house from a retired title attorney and he was like, wow, you know your stuff. He texted yeah. me yesterday and said, when are we going to sushi? It's 2020. Let's go. So that's, <laughs> that's what I've built with him. And, and, you know, who does he know? And I don't, I'm not just talking about houses. Maybe it's multi-unit, maybe it's building title companies. You know, we don't know where that leads to, but yeah. that all came from me dripping out my content constantly, but having a plan for it too. You know, so I do what you do at the beginning of the month or quarter actually. And actually, and really it's a year because I know all my events. Yeah. I've got it all planned out. Now I don't have the posts planned out, but I have the idea. I have the general feel. So I take like the content spinner idea and like, you've got 12 different things we can talk about for wholesaling this month. Every one of my lives goes that way. Yeah. So it, so it, it all kind of pulls together and the people who are paying attention to wholesaling that month, that's what it's about. The next month, if it's private money, the next month, maybe it's about doing videos or, you know, creating content. So you have to have a plan for it, but in the end, you have to have some meat and potatoes behind what you're talking about on those two minute blurbs. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, when people talk to you, there's no substance, right? So they're just going to leave and, and see with me because I've done all these transactions. Now when they come to me and they ask me a question, I, I get to use my wisdom and help them. So to me, being, being able to go broad like that has, has just been, you know, enormous for my business because I'm known as somebody who can help. Right. And I'm not always out just to shark and take a piece of the deal. I like getting paid. Don't get me wrong. But a lot of times, if you do it the right way, you can get paid forever rather than taking a big bite out of something the first time. That's right. So there's two things that I want to hit on that you really, um, so you, you, you went over them and it like kind of inadvertently talked about these two things. So I want to like recap this and then we'll, we'll wrap it up here. Cause I mean, sure. I could have you on for another hour. We could talk about stuff, but we got to keep this short. This is like a short show. <laughs> I hate it sometimes, but, um, the first thing is everything that we're talking about is literally just reputation building. Yes. Period. Like, I mean, and, and again, like repu having a good reputation can be one of your strongest marketing um, inlets that you could possibly have. 
whether that's with whole, local wholesalers, which I'm going to go into another thought here in a second, but do you have a good reputation with your local wholesalers and they're willing to bring you deals because you have maybe help train them to find deals because they don't care as long as they get paid. Right. I mean, that's like, that, that's, that's the biggest thing, you know, give them their sure. cut. And if they're bringing you deals, then, Hey, you don't have to pay for marketing. Just <laughs> help, help them find out how to find deals. And then exactly right. like, and that's help building a reputation deals. with them. But then it's also the example you gave um, with John of like what he talks about when you're sitting in a living room. What, what's one of the like prime definitions of being an entrepreneur is solving problems. I'm solving. Yeah. Exactly. And it's giving solutions like in addition to like side by side, solving problems, giving a solution to that problem. And so if you can't help a seller, help them find a solution for that. And that is reputation building. As opposed to, like you said, just walking out the door, slamming the door and saying, uh, you know, good riddance. Like, yeah. don't do that. Like, help them out in the best way that you possibly can and, and give them that value. You're going to get a good reputation because they got friends, guys. They may, not yeah. always, they may not always return to you, but always act like it is going to return to you. And that can be the best marketing that you, you, you actually do for your business. And you so. can ask for Google reviews too, Josh. I mean, that's yeah, something that absolutely. we never talk about, but I've helped people out, you know, in a different state and they used to live in, in Michigan here in Detroit. And they're like, no one's ever explained all that to me. I wish I could do something for you. And I'm like, well, if you've got two minutes, yeah. if I sent you this thing, would you just say that even though I didn't buy thought. your house, I didn't, Dylan didn't make any money off you, but I was willing to give you a hand and help you out and be that person that nobody else was. And I've gotten a few, you know, I don't always ask for that, but I'm like, Hey, listen, if I give you 20 minutes of my time, give me a Google review at yeah. least, right? Yeah. I like that. I've never thought of that before. Man, I'm yeah. going gonna, gonna to start telling people about that and I'm going to give you credit for it. Um, <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's actually, guys, that's actually a really good idea. And then you can use that as case studies as well. And, and sure, they, you know, we weren't able to help this person out, but we can help you out with this situation, you know, that kind of stuff. But the last thing I want to, I want to hit on is <clears throat> along with reputation is I, you know, when we talk about marketing and we're we'll, we'll kind of cap it off with, you know, directly because the, the primary audience that listens to this show and consumes this content, this newsletter are active real estate investors, whether it's your wholesaler flipper or, you know, sure. buy and hold person, you're actively looking for deals. And, you know, most of the time when we're talking about marketing, we talk about focusing on the motivated sellers, right? I mean, that's first and foremost, that's one-on-one. You got to focus on the motivated sellers and market to them. But what about approaching it in a different way that might be a little easier for you, which we were just talking about, um, and which kind of like this entire show has been about, is don't just focus on the motivated sellers, build bird dogs as well. Because bird dogs, which is other right. wholesalers, and you're about to like explode, I see that that's happening. That's a huge one for me, huge, like, huge. Don't just focus so on the motivated sellers. I mean, that's like, you know, you could save a lot of time and money from your postcards, mailing them out like start a meetup, build relationships with wholesalers, tell them, go find me deals. I'll pay you right. for it. Why wouldn't you do that? That's like ex excellent marketing. <laughs> you know why I can, I can tell you why. So, you know, April Crossley, you've met her. Absolutely. I don't know if you've done content yes. for her. So April is one of the coolest people I've ever met in my life, not just yes. in real estate. Absolutely. So I love April. I love everything that she does and she's a giver, giver, giver. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, April and I talked about this on the phone this summer, again, like the whole investor fuel thing, what Hambright's built, you know, we have friendships outside of there that have nothing to do with investor fuel. Yeah. So I was telling her that I'll do that um, from time to time. So I'll have a big event and I'll hand pick out 10, 12 people. Cause I want to keep it small. And I invite them to a coffee, whether it be like at the, at the podcast studio office or somewhere cool, but it's private. So I'll pay 50 bucks for a room 
because everybody's so cheap out there. You know, yeah. so many people want to do everything for free. So go to one of these places you can get a small room or a library or someplace where you can have people's attention, tell them to put their phones down. And here's what they say, because Josh, I hang out at a lot. I go to every single RIA group and meet up in Metro Detroit as often as I can. Yeah. And when you speak to new, good, good young new people in the business, they're so excited. They want to text me the next day and go, I need you to be my mentor. And I'm like, never, ever, ever going to happen because you can't pay me enough, right? Because right. if I'm gonna be full-time mentoring, then I'm nationwide, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I'm not doing it here in Metro Detroit. Um, I'm like, you, you want me to teach you how to do this? I'm like, here's what you do, bring me deals. Yeah. But I'll go a whole step further, and then I'll sit down with them, five, six, seven, 10, 12 people, you know, teach them how to be bird dogs. And then have, you know, I've got a bunch of different mechanisms for them to get me deals, but then teach them. They're going to be my competition anyways, but why not be friendly competition? Yeah. Why not let them know that they can always, always, always trust me? Because then when they find a 200 unit deal 20 years from now, they're like, hey, Dylan, remember me? And I'm like, yep. And remember Dylan's Google reviews and everybody likes them and he's still doing content 20 years later. Mm -hmm. Like I'm still standing here when a lot of guys left Metro Detroit during the foreclosure yeah. boom. I'm yeah. still here, still doing deals. And I, and I will be till the day I die because we can do this at 80, whether I'm doing content, coaching, Mm -hmm. flipping houses, right? I'm doing this stuff forever. Um, so yeah, building bird dogs is really easy to do, but it's a lot of work up front. But then if they don't have the cash, right? And they don't have the money to do the marketing or they don't have the websites or they don't have the know-how on how to actually negotiate the deal, they need you. You're one of the keystones to that, to that deal. So they're always going to come to you. And that's a really easy way to get deals. Yeah. You just have to be willing to put up with some newbie baloney. But you know what? That's what we do. I make a sandwich out of it. Yeah. And eat newbie bologna, right? When hey. I get when I get uh, referrals from them. Think of it this way: Would you rather do that or send out a hundred thousand mail pieces and only uh, get like five leads? <laughs> right, and you still you gotta know? send them out too. You gotta yeah. do it all, but yeah. you gotta have that army because you just never know. You know, it's like the story of the new car salesman. Their first month is their best month. Their second month is always their worst because all their friends and family came because they were yeah. pumped and they told everybody about it, and then they have the sophomore slump. Mm -hmm. So the same thing happens with new real estate investors. They're super excited. They tell everybody and then they're like, uh Oh, I don't have any leads or money. Now what do I do? Mm -hmm. And you got to work the hard way. You got to drive for dollars. You got to put bandit signs out. Absolutely. You got to go to Ria's and find people like Josh or Dylan or John or Mike who know everybody and say, if I bring you a deal, can you help me sell it? And you're like, yes, if there's equity, I don't care if it's yeah. in Oklahoma. I don't care if it's in Chicago or Detroit. I I got everybody in all those places yeah. that I can refer that deal to or take a piece, right? Absolutely. Or negotiate it over the phone, just like our buddy Greg Helbeck does mm -hmm. and find boots on the ground to sell it for us. Yeah, yeah, that's incredible. Man, such a good conversation and we could go on and on and on about it, but gotta keep this short and sweet. So man, yeah. Dylan, I appreciate you jumping on here and sharing everything that you did. I'm definitely gonna be having you back again very soon. Um, if somebody, I wanna give you the opportunity, if somebody wanted to connect sure. with you, um, whether that is to connect with your content, connect with you personally, how would somebody be able to do that? So best way to find me, if you just go to Facebook and type in the Dylan Tanaka, my personal profiles, you know, totally full with friends. And all I put on there is goofy star Wars and video game things from the eighties, which I love. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know you like my stuff, but the Dylan Tanaka. And then our Facebook group is Michigan real estate investor network. Even if you're not in Michigan, like Swaggart, he's in the group. A bunch of different people are in there. We do, you know, I'll have you in there teaching stuff yeah. too, you know, on a quick Zoom if you want to do it. Yep. So I'm providing stuff to people here from all of my friends around the country, but those are the two best ways. Absolutely. And you guys, I will have that link below. So you guys make sure you click on that and connect with him. Man, Dylan, so many value 
bombs, value flakes, value nuggets, whatever you want to call it in this show. I appreciate you sharing everything you have. I look forward to having you back again soon, man. Cool. And hopefully I'll see you soon at an event. Yes. In a couple of weeks, Investor Fuel, I will be there. Beautiful. (laughs) Awesome. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining this segment of Who's Crushing It on the REI Marketing Weekly. Uh, Make sure you check out the rest of the content that's going on in the newsletter. Share this with your friends. That would be much appreciated. Um, And I will catch you next week on the next episode. See you guys later.